Thank you, Allison. And thank you everyone who came today. Um, my name is Carla. I'm a compulsive overeater from the Bay Area of California. Happy to be here again at this meeting. Haven't been here in a while. I've been Zooming all over the world. Let me just start quickly with qualifying. I really do have earned a seat here. I am a real compulsive overeater. Um, my disease didn't really start manifesting itself until I was 25 in my first pregnancy. And I began to eat every few minutes because I had morning sickness 24 hours a day. So that started this pattern. I gained 65 pounds. I gave birth. After giving birth, I got on a good diet and exercise and lost that weight just to turn around and get pregnant again. So the process started again. After this second pregnancy, I had two children under 17 months. So the last thing I cared about was weight, food, or anything else. I didn't pay attention to anything but them. Obviously kept eating. Um, then um, a few years after that, I, got, I went through a divorce and started dieting again and thinking that if I could just get in the right body size, that my marriage would be fine and fine turned out in a divorce. So um, then a couple of years later, I married again. Two months into that, I got pregnant again. And y'all know the story, how that went. So once again, I started eating every few minutes, gained a lot of weight. Once that third child was born, I was in the clutches of this disease. I couldn't quit eating. Um, in 2005, I was given a medical death sentence that if I kept eating, I was gonna kill myself. Not only that, I had watched three immediate family members die from horrible complications of this disease. It wasn't like I didn't know that something was going on, even though I had no idea it was a disease. So for five years, I went on a perfect eating plan and exercise and was perfectly healthy, healthy and content, I thought. And one day I saw what I know now to be an alcoholic food and thought, you know, I haven't had anything like that in five years, I can have one. And that one turned into another one in just a little while and another one and another one. And from that day for nine years, I was in the clutches of a horrible, hopeless eating every waking moment. I only slept about four or five hours a night. If I wasn't asleep, I was eating. I was so miserable. I would wake up every morning catching my breath. I'm killing myself and I couldn't stop. Today will be different, but it never was. Finally, to my memory, the first time I really cried out to God and said, please help me, I can't stop eating. I specifically heard OA, and I didn't know what that was. So I came to my computer and Googled OA, and Overeaters Anonymous came up. And I just began to weep, thinking, that's my answer. I mean, I knew, even though I, knew, I did not know what it was, I didn't even try to read what it was. All I saw is the word meeting, and there was one the next morning at 9 o'clock. And that's when I crawled into my very first OA meeting. And with that, I'll stop with my story and I wanna read the literature. I wanna share with you all today, um, OAs for today on page 210. This is the happiest conversation where there is no competition, no vanity, but a calm, quiet interchange of sentiments, Samuel Johnson. How good it feels to be with OA people whether in a meeting, at a coffee shop, a gathering, or on the telephone. The talk is a quiet sharing, unlike the conversations we know on the outside. We discuss endlessly what the illness is like and what the program has done and is doing for us. If we participate long enough, we hear our story, or at the very least, find something with which we can strongly identify. Even the most competitive people eventually find that there is no need to impress anyone. 
to prove that they're better than anybody else. The principles of the program embodied in the steps and traditions make Overeaters Anonymous a community of loving, caring people whose only goal is freedom from compulsive overeating for themselves and others. For today, the company of OA members is a precious gift available to me at any time I want it. And that's what I just want to share today is the gift and the gifts that I have received from OA. Um, this community, and for time's sake, I'm just going to share a few. And the first one I got at that very first meeting I crawled into was hope. I was so hopeless and desperate. I found the gift of hope. It wasn't my lack of willpower or lack of desire. I was powerless to conquer the compulsion that eating what I call my alcoholic food started. And there was a solution. And then the gift of acceptance. I found you who are like me. You ate like I ate. You thought like I thought. And you suffered like I suffered. A fellow put her arm around me and told me, welcome home. We've been waiting for you. That simple act, that gift brought me life. Then there was my sponsor, the gift of a person who was brought to San Francisco from New York at the time I needed so much guidance. She guided and empowered me to seek and find my way of recovering from compulsive overeater. She really is my true north and she continues to help me adjust Make, make adjustments in my life and my thinking. Then was my higher power, the gift of a redesigned relationship with God, prayer and meditation, a relationship where I could invite that power to be my container. You know, a fire in the forest is destructive, but a fire in a stove is very beneficial. This gift brought me transformation. It was done to me, not by me. My willingness to invite God, may your will and mine be one, the invitation to change me, and the gift of abstinence, the gift of abstaining from the behaviors and the foods that imprisoned me in the hopelessness of addiction. I've been abstinent for 800 days today, but time is not a tool. So I woke up this morning a compulsive overeater. By the absolute grace of my higher power and my willingness to turn that power from my broken mind and body. <laughs> Once I made that choice and began, began to take that action, my old belief system, which kept me in my addiction, began to break away. The metamorphosis of transfer, transformation began to emerge, the gift of living free. Then the gift of the set-aside lifestyle, asking God upon awakening and any time that I'm aware of being disturbed, to please set aside everything I think I know and the beliefs that are causing my disturbance and open my mind to a new way of thinking, that course correction and connection, the gift of outreach to another OA member, receiving suggestions of actions that have helped them recover and then passing on those suggestions to another member who reached out to me. And the gift of sponsees, wow to watch someone transform. You know, I couldn't watch myself because I was living it, but I can watch another person and to be in on that transformation for another person. There's not a joy like it. And it breathes so much life into my recovery. 
and my connection, the gift of outreach to another OA member receiving suggestions, and then my gift of reaching out, literature. Oh, the literature even of for today that I read today, this book, the OA literature of stories is where I started before I started the steps. And those helped me so much in those first days. Promises and suggestions. The big book of Alcoholics Anonymous were the specific instructions of how 100 people recovered from this seemingly hopeless condition of addiction. The gift of the awareness that my journey is the destination. Once I heard about the 12 steps, I pursued them like an academic project uh, just give me the information and I'll pass the project and then I'll go on with my life. Little did I know, I was beginning a lifelong project of practicing every day, the principles and the steps as a lifestyle. These gifts keep on giving. When I arrived, I saw my journey of transformation as a road. And as I walked it, Jewels were laid down for me to step on. Those jewels came from people who had gone down the road before me and patiently, sacrificially gave of their time and experience to give me hope. I've come to see recovery more as a spiral staircase and each rung up opens a whole new view. As the serenity prayer reminds me that acceptance of reality is what brings me serenity. The view I see is a choice to see a gift or a curse. What I see really is what I get. And as I continue to keep myself in a place of being changed, willingness to act on the intuitive thoughts to do better, can I be better? It's not about looking better. The gift of inclusion, um, I want to, to be so grateful for. I put my hand in yours and together we can do what we could never do alone. No longer is there a sense of hopelessness. No longer must we each depend on our own unsteady willpower. We are all together now reaching out our hands for a power and strength greater than ours. And as we join hands, we gain love and understanding beyond our wildest dreams. That gift of inclusion brought me transformation. And if you're new to OA, welcome home, welcome to the family. We all have the same last name and we walk each other home. We have been waiting for you and saving you a seat. This family is the gift that keeps on giving one OA member sharing with another their experience, strength and hope. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share mine. Be blessed and have a great day and I pass.